You are listening to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another one of these reviews that me and Alex are doing leading up to the new Matrix movie coming out this week, uh, actually, uh, pretty soon here on the 22nd, I believe. Um, we're here to talk to you about uh, one that I've been dreading uh, rewatching and discussing here for a bit. Uh, it's the third of the Matrix movies, uh, at least in the, the theatrical run that they had, The Matrix Revolutions. Um, Alex, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing. This I'm is doing ridiculous. I, I can't. I can't pull that yeah, off. Yeah, can't do it. It's, it's All too right. Much. <laughs> what we've learned from the first review we tried to do with uh, Ma- the Matrix, it's it's hard to record with sunglasses on indoors. Yeah, it's very um, dark. And depending on your lighting, especially. Um, yeah. no man, I'm doing pretty well. Um, got done watching uh Spider-Man, Spider-Man, uh, the new one. Yes, it's fantastic. And um, I'm hoping the Matrix, this new one, is going to live up to the hype. Something like that, and as well as uh, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Kingsman too, or the kid. Oh yeah, Kingsman. um, I haven't heard the greatest things, but I'm 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 very excited about that. Same um, here, same here. But no, man, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I'm kind of curious into getting this review. I know that you have a lot of thoughts. We'll we'll just leave it at that. You got a lot of thoughts. Um, I, I I have some thoughts. I don't have a lot of thoughts. I have very quick and honest to the point thoughts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We can try to we can try to um, you know layer those in a certain way where we can you know elongate it and kind of sure. not elongate yeah. in a negative way, but uh, you know. But yeah, yeah I'm excited create, to talk about this. Create for some interesting discussions for sure, because I feel like you might your opinion on this might not be as uh, maybe harsh as as mine. Um, but we're we're gonna kick things off here. I, I'm gonna just get straight to the point. Uh, this is our our new segment that we're calling Dagan Unloaded, but. Yeah, I, I, you know, the last couple reviews we did, it was like kind of more sprinkling our thoughts on the movie and throughout and trying to be as uh, objective as possible. But I, I really can't hold back on this one. I, I hate this fucking movie. I think yeah. it's an absolute train wreck. Just a horrible, horrible film. Uh, really, really disappointing considering the, the all-time classic that we had with The Matrix. Uh, Matrix Reloaded, uh, not, not as maybe bad as, as this one. Uh, easily not as bad as this one. I think there, there, there's some good stuff that could be taken away. We've sort of talked about that a bit with Matrix Reloaded. But this one for me, it just it, the franchise was kind of going down the hill, and this is where it completely falls off the cliff, uh, in my opinion. Nothing about it makes sense. Uh, there's just 45 minutes, an hour of the movie is just fucking CGI schlock battle in Zion. It's so stupid. It's just like Trinity dying again. It just takes fucking forever. Like, just die already, damn it! Like, the scene's going on way too long. Uh, the effects are terrible. Uh, the plot, where? what is there for plot? We'll get into it here in a minute. But, yeah, I, I'm sorry. But I, I, for people who like this movie, I'm good for you. But the, this, this, to me, is just an absolute uh, travesty. 
And uh, as I said, I was not looking forward to rewatching this, going into talking about this review, uh, and I dreaded it even more as I was watching the film. It felt like a two and a half hour torture session uh, for me. And uh, so there, there you go. Those are my those are my thoughts uh, so far. Uh, really, really uh, hate to do that, but it just that's my my honest opinion. Uh, I do not like this movie at all. I think it's one of the worst movies, maybe of all time, for sure, that year that it came out. And I, I'm really, wow. really hoping that uh, that the new one kind of redeems some of the shit from from this movie. But uh, I just given this movie, I'm not as optimistic and as hyped as maybe others are going into the new one. But uh, there you go. There's my my unloaded uh, segment for for today. Uh, my, my little rant here to kick off the just show. Just to give but. you a little heads up. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. Uh, just, I was just going to say, just give you a heads up, I came up with that idea of the unloaded thing. Dagan unloaded. Dagan unloaded, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, that. I don't have to use that in future I just shows. thought that was just terrific. Um, that probably <laughs> needs to be clipped out and just you, photo, your face photoshopped onto Neo or something. Um, yeah. Shooting the poster of this movie. Something oh, like that. I don't know how red I got. My, my shirt's pretty red. I think my face might have matched my shirt there for a second. Oh, no. But. And maybe the, maybe the paint <laughs> in the back of your, of your uh, you know. Yeah, it started <laughs> to blend in. <laughs> uh, that's but, uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on this movie? I, I feel like you're not, didn't hate it as much as me. Um, Listen, no. Um, You know, watching these movies, um, I, I love the first one. I think we can all agree that the first one is a classic. It's an iconic yeah. film of not just their generation but of all time i think moving forward and everything else i um i mean maybe depending on the sequels and how it treats the the movie and where it goes maybe it, it causes the first one to be looked at differently but i think the first one really stands out as the best one in the bunch of course obviously easily yeah I, absolutely um and granted we still need to watch it Animatrix. I haven't watched that yet, but I've heard that one is is fairly good as well. Reloaded and Revolutions, and um, you know they are very not as uh, serviceable sequels. They 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 try to do something, and I think I watched a couple reviews about people talking about this leading up to the fourth one that's coming out um, just in a couple days, and a lot of the guys have kind of said similar things. I think they really honed in on the idea of uh, Zion. They really wanted to look into Zion. And I think um, that was something that there was a lot of missed opportunity with. Like we didn't give much of care to. And I think they could have done a better job with that. The world is interesting how a lot of the people there were able to escape the Matrix and be able to live in this one world. However, it was just so grim and dark and just not as interesting as it could have been. As the yeah. film would have made it. Um, but Agreed. another thing to look at is how ambitious this overall IP was at the time with not just Reloaded, but you got Reloaded, you got Revolutions, you got the video games that came out, um, like Path of Neo, Matrix Online. Apparently I heard Matrix Online. Um, that was the last game I think they made, and now recently they just did that. Uh, did you see that Matrix Awakens thing they did for the newest one? I haven't seen the trailer yet for it, but I, it looks. I hear it looks kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, so it's kind of like it was like a 15 minute demo where they showcase how you could interact with this character in this little like sandbox of a world. You could fly around and stuff. It's really cool. Anyway, Matrix Online has this really cool storyline that was never even finished, and it ends. This is a minor spoiler. Um, well, but it, it we don't know if it's going to be talked about in this fourth one. But Morpheus gets shot by this 
character named the assassin and we don't ha- and we have no idea if that's gonna trail off into this next one um ign did a whole uh matrix timeline recap that's like 11 minutes long they just released it yesterday and i watched it and they talked about this and i thought that was i'm all uh we could probably bring that up in the uh description box um to tell to you guys if you guys ever want to watch it but um no, I think this property was very ambitious at the time, trying to do a little bit too much um, at this one point in time when they didn't sp- span it out. And, you yeah. know, along with that, you know, you had also the Animatrix, of course. Um, but, yeah, this uh, – for me, this film is not the worst film I have seen. I've seen um, – oh, God, I've seen um, the remake of Baywatch. Maybe it was terrible. <laughs> I've seen. Um, You've seen. You don't mess with the Zohan. Honestly, I don't hate the Zohan movie. It's, Suicide Squad, the the first one. Uh, the, the first it, Suicide Squad. Okay, American. I, I, it's not not the worst film of all time. Now, now that I, I I sort of that was a bold claim. On my there's a lot of bad movies. Me, yeah. I'll say this: there's a lot of bad movies <laughs> that are terrible. Like they're god awful. They don't live up. They don't have any great messages at all. But for some reason, are just so bad. They're so funny. Uh, yeah, sure. Freddy Got Fingered is <laughs> probably one of those, but it's still so bad. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I, I love chicken burgers. It's 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 so stupid. Um, but anyways, this uh, back back to your point. You're very. You have a lot of uh, uh, harshness against this film, and probably it has to do with like your your anticipation for where this film was going to go because you again, you, you didn't like reloaded as much. Um, and you, you kind of had a little bit of your expectations probably, you know, lowered a little bit and you were like, maybe, Oh, well, you know, at the time, well, maybe this one that wasn't the, you know, it wasn't the home run, but maybe they can pick it up. Speaking of lowering expectations, I'd like to quickly hear Sorry to interrupt. Apologize to Danny. Uh, I did this earlier. Uh, there you go. Uh, Oh, I'm I'm sorry. He's, very angry for the first uh, 10 minutes of this uh, video, but it problem solved. There you go. Continue. Sorry, Austin. No, I was just saying <laughs> that it's all good. We got to, we got to, we got to arrange He's our, sure our editor. Yeah. Is uh, his OCD is not going off. Right. Um, but you, you know, were you, did you have that kind of feeling when watching this? Yeah, or, I think so. I think it was like the first one was so amazing. And I remember like, uh, you know, as, as I said, I didn't see these in the theater. Um, but like 2003, I remember there was a big article, like Entertainment Weekly. This is the year of the Matrix, like this massive year for the franchise and everything. So there was definitely a lot of hype going in. And again, I think I watched these on DVD or whatever after the fact. And I remember that same group of classmates that I referenced in the first two reviews that were uh, just massive Matrix fans, film buffs and everything. Uh, they, uh, I remember them kept telling me like, don't get your hopes up. These are not good. Uh, they just get worse as they go along, and so I, they kind of maybe prepared me for it a little bit, but I still had, I think part of me was like, oh, no, but it's the Matrix. Like, it, oh, it looks really cool. The trailers made it look really cool, and uh, I, I still think it might be all right. I might like it, and I remember watching it and and just going like, oh, no, you guys are right. Like, yeah, I, I'm sorry I ever doubted you because these are, these are just not good. Um, and again, like, I don't hate the second one. I really hate the third one. I you know, It's just like... Man, I, I don't know. So, yeah, I think that that's part of it. I think there was a lot of hype going in and maybe uh, the setup for failure, if you would, in terms of 
um, meeting those expectations. So that's again why I've like drastically lowered my expectations uh, and haven't quite hopped on the hype train for this new one that's coming out. Um, but I'm, I'm still like cautiously, I'm cautiously optimistic, more more so than like hyped or excited for it. That answers your question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's just this whole this whole world of of like what has been crafted from the Wachowskis and how it's kind of you watching all these films as though as they're not as all perfect, um, particularly reloaded and and revolutions. There is an interesting story that goes behind it. Um, talking about how there are the six different versions of Zion. Yeah. The, you know, the there's six some cool ideas. For yeah. Sure. There's absolutely cool ideas. And um, granted there are films that always have like very cool ideas. They might just not execute them as well. Yeah. And this is one of those, I think you can definitely point out and say, yeah, this, it kind of didn't land. Um, but it's, it's so, it, it is very weird. Like, um, we can talk about the plot a little bit about, and you're, you're kind of like, what, what plot? Um, <laughs> but yeah. So essentially from picking up from the last one, Neo, he wakes up after being, um, after trying to stop a Sentinel and there's some transference he has to do with Bane who comes on the ship and was, is, uh, remotely Trojaned by the Smith. Um, I, I like calling him the Smith. I just think that's kind of cool. Um, we learned that, you know, Neo's awake in the matrix, but he can't wake up in the real world, but he goes to talk to Oracle and she's like, uh, Neo Smith is your opposite. He is this guy that, you know, you got to watch out for and he's going to come after you. And I think as the film goes on, you know, this is obviously telling us Smith is the big bad. And I think, at, like, towards the climax of the film and everything, um, Smith, I think, takes over the whole world. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, because he he takes over the Oracle, and that's kind of the idea. It's the Oracle's eyes. Yeah. And what's yeah. funny is that Merovingian even is, like, in the beginning, he's, like, as a call, as, as a, as, um, but what happens is that Neo is actually in the, he's in between the right. machine world and the real world. Like the exactly. world between world, this world between worlds kind of thing. Yeah, and it's called Mobile Avenue, but they never really explain as to what it is and why. It's kind of like purgatory in a sense. It's kind of like a like a middle ground kind of. And um, there he meets his character named Sati and her parents. And um, I think Sati is making an appearance in this new movie, which is really cool. Um, Interesting. I wonder that. if it's going to be the same actress. Probably not, but no, that would no, be cool. It's too bad. Like, I, in some of these cases, I'm like, I wish they would use the same actress and just ha have them be like, you know, it's 15 years later or whatever. They're an adult now, probably. So, yeah. But yeah, I get it. You could cast somebody else. But, and it might be because the actress might have uh, probably stopped acting or something. Yeah. Like that. A lot of those kids act um, actors do. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, you know, she, they meet the train man. The train man is like, hey, uh, we're trying to transport them, which that whole thing I'm, I wasn't really sure about. Um, they said they were going to get help by the train man. Do you remember much about that part? That whole thing is a blur. Like I just every time I watch it, it just confuses me. I honestly always forget how Neo gets out of that world at one point because yeah. I, I you know I remember Morpheus and Trinity uh, breaking into the Merovingians like club. 
And that scene, like, to, to, to be fair, like, this movie's not entirely awful. There's a couple cool things in here that I, I was going to point out if I can make any sort of positives. I like the action in that scene. Mm. But, again, like, even that, it just feels like a retread from previous scenes in these movies. So it's like, uh, it's like kind of cool. All right, that's a Matrix action thing again. Um, but I, I just always forget how the fuck they ever pull Neo out of there. It just, it all, I, I never, because I remember, like, He's in that world, and then he's on the ship with Trinity. Like, how do they break they never, him out of that again? I, they never explain it. They they just say, well... So that's well, what I don't remember. Yeah. The whole it's thing is... So stupid. They go in there, and they want... Um, See, can you understand why I hate this movie? It's like, come on! Yeah, they really... They ah, really um, so frustrating. They try to rush it, I think, to try to, to, try to get the, the main story of Neo um, on this journey. And the journey is what we're going to be talking about in a little bit. But I think it's, um, yeah, because there was a couple obstacles to work. was like, nah, bitch, I ain't helping you. I don't know where the fuck Neo is. You got to figure it out on yourself. And so they're like, all right, we got to go find this Merovingian. Let's go back to this dude. Um, which Trinity even calls him Time's Up, Merv, <laughs> which I thought was <laughs> kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, they walk in. And so guns are all pointed at the merovingian persephone and all those cats and they're like i will pull this trigger if you don't tell if you don't free up neo and so it just cuts away neo's at the train station he goes through the you know the, the hole and then he comes back out anyway for the train <clears throat> trinity i know they never <laughs> explain it there's a lot of things in this franchise particularly the yeah second that they don't really explain. And maybe they'll so, explore that in the new one. Maybe. Hopefully. I mean, Tram Man, why does he look like uh why does he look like um uh fudge uh um the guy from Lawn Christopher Maloney in uh Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Right. Why, why does he look like that dude? Um do you remember he's like, You wanna you wanna meet my wife? I'm like, No, bitch, no. Um Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that part was terrible. Um but no yeah, there's just a lot of stuff in here that there's is... no way they would get away with that scene in this in 2021. No, <laughs> no. If you've seen Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, you know what scene we're talking about. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Neo essentially is trying to figure out um, Zion's preparing for war. Sentinels are trying to invade him, and uh, oh, oh boy, are they ever! And that kid drops all the ammo. Uh, his name is the kid. And he and apparently, um, we never watched. He just annoys me. He, I'm no, sorry, that character is obnoxious. He's like the bard from The Witcher, but yeah, not not as bad. Um, but he the Jar Jar Binks of the Matrix franchise. Oh, I want to go that far, but I mean, yeah, he is, <laughs> he is kind of annoying. <laughs> um, can you tell I don't like this movie? Sorry, right. I can tell you. I can tell you. You're ready to, <laughs> you know, you're ready to put this movie on the grill or like throw it in the trash. Um, yeah, we're probably not even take a on piss on it. Yeah. That, that too. Flush um, down the toilet. But yeah, he uh, apparently that kid, the kid in this movie that uh, is, lives up to Neo and everything like that, he is the first one who got out of the Matrix remotely by himself. And before this film happened... That before, apparently we do get in the Animatrix. We get that's, what yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, also... In um, before Reloaded happens, and this is in between the first and the second one, Neo is trying to free out a bunch of people that are stuck in the Matrix, right? Or um, 
and um, I don't know particularly who, but that would have been a really cool story if they wanted to do that. Um, I could see that as a TV show if they wanted to, maybe in the future, something like that. Um, but yeah, the Smith comes down to be the ultimate baddie. Bane uh, kind of uh, turns heel or, or actually turns into Smith and then um, gets, gets Neo and cuts his eyes. And Neo's having these visions of this, this uh, of kind of like his uh, doom or kind of his sacrifice, pretty much. Um, I'm trying to remember the whole story, and that's pretty much how much I can figure it out. And I feel I like there's not much else to remember. That's I feel like it. I'm I feel like I'm talking to a teacher right now, trying to <laughs> bullshit my book report, and you're just like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Sorry, yeah, man. You're still good. getting a you're George, still getting a C on this George one. Washington did have wooden teeth, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit. All right. I, I'm trying my best here, man. I Paul Revere wrote I, on a I horse. I get it. It's, he, you, yeah. it's trying to dig it, dig it straws here. But like, look, uh one thing I will say about the whole uh, uh Bane thing with Neo and all that. Um uh, look, Hugo Weaving, one of the greatest actors of, of our generation, probably, right? His performance in this movie is so corny and over the top. Uh, when he's taking over Oracle and he's like, oh, I'll try to do my impression. <laughs> Something very similar to that. That's this be Ian Bliss guy, this Ian Bliss that plays uh, Bane, is the better Agent Smith performance in this movie. Again, if I can make any he positive. Impression. He even does an impression of him at the table. It's like, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, I know Ooh. what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's any other, that's like, okay, a good action sequence at the beginning and um, this this uh, this performance by Ian Bliss as Agent Smith is also a plus for me. So that's the only thing from uh, preventing, we'll get to our rating a little later, but it's the only thing preventing me, I think, from giving this a, a zero out of ten. But, uh, yeah, Ooh. I think, like, they're, the actors are trying, like, Trinity, uh, Carrie Ann Moss is, is crushes it, no matter how bad the movie is. Uh, great performance from her. Uh, Keanu performance from Keanu, which is what you kind of want here. Uh, and even like Morpheus is trying, they're, they're all like trying to do their best, you know, and, and work with what they have. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we have we have that stuff. Uh, I, I could probably sum, sum up the rest of the movie. Uh, Trinity dies and it takes forever. Uh, there's a 45 to hour long CGI battle uh, of Zion, and then uh, Neo and Smith fight uh, in the the Matrix for what seemingly feels like an hour uh, as well. And uh, the, uh, Smith tries to take over Neo, and then Neo like absorbs him and sacrifices himself to save everybody and save the universe. And then the machines. Put his body in a drawer for later, uh, for future movies, I guess. And then the Oracle and the Architect talk about how uh, he saved all the world and that he'll probably be back at some point. Did I miss anything? No, I think that's pretty, pretty much, much it. it. You pretty much got it. <laughs> um, what What's funny? Like I, I like the idea of, um, and I kind of alluded to this in the previous reviews, like how you know the first one. There's a, there's a part where Morpheus and Trinity are having the same, or uh, sorry, Neo and Trinity are having to save Morpheus. The second one is about you know Neo saving Trinity, and then the third one is kind of like Neo trying to save the world, um, in that sense. And 
Yeah, it's um, good analysis. Yeah, just wish there were better movies. <laughs> I know, I know, I wish, and uh, you know, you can only wish. Because that's However, a great, great uh, structure. You know, yeah. You look at it just on paper. That sounds great. Yeah. I just think I think leading up for what this movie was going to be, there is a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, I would say more interconnectivity with where the story is going and how it kind of flows and reloaded compared to this one because it feels a little it just feels kind of out there but um in a sense you know you remember in the second one neo makes that choice to save trinity instead of saving zion and um you know there's this idea that if all the other ones they chose the other door they didn't choose right yeah so this this one it's the first probably, one that picked the door to save Trinity. Basically. We're seeing we're seeing the one trying to actually break the cycle, yeah. and um, and which I think is you know very interesting because how there's there's all these different versions of the Matrix where the you know even this was talked about in the IGN uh, timeline recap where you know um, the architect is forming this program for these people to live in these programs, and it's from you know the and this is explained in the animatrix how the overall overall um the creation of ai and everything kind of overrides the world and they're taught to you know work and do as much as they can and it um it ends up in uh i guess this global war and i forget i, I i'm i'm kind of skipping over it but i need to actually watch the animatrix to actually get a full view of it but we could probably talk about that later um but yeah, man, there's it, it's really it's really interesting how this all this franchise is and, and what it, what its identity is. But however, this movie just doesn't uh, do as much service in you know completing and making a, a gratifying execution. Because again, Smith comes in, he's like, wait, I thought he was kind of done in the last one, but no, they just bring him back yeah. and they make him the final villain, whereas. He seems like someone in the rearview mirror in the in the uh, you know in the second one because there's a lot of shit going on in the second one. Um, yeah. But I personally, you know, if we were going to talk about these films overall, I I find something very interesting uh, about them all, and I enjoy it. Um, no, though I know they're not perfect. I think movies that um, sometimes have a lot of interesting ideas that may not execute them as well. They still have something to author. Even though, oh, yeah. ones, you know, they're not as sleek. I think the first right. one is very sleek. You know, it's very, yeah. you know, firm. The first and, one is is like a near perfect movie almost. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but did you like the whole idea of like Neo being blind? Um, <sighs> not really. Uh, it always kind of annoyed me. It just, it just felt very like in your face in terms of like, oh, he's blind, but he can still see. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, we get it. Uh, yeah, not a, not a huge fan. That makes sense. I mean, he could still control the world and do whatever he can, even though he is, he is like visibly blind. And, right. And then, you know, of course, when Trinity um, almost falls her death and has to be resurrected by Neo in the second one, and then she is revived in the third one, you know, it's a lot better. And then um, she just dies again, and it's the whole thing that happened in the second one is pointless. Yeah, it's 
it's it's it's here and there. Um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, she just just doesn't die again in the new one. Like, come on, guys. Carrie and Moss is so great. Like, please don't waste her again. You know? Yeah, and I think I don't the, think they will. I think they're they're gonna do a lot more with her. I was wondering, like, why? How how did uh? Because they never show where Sati went. They never show. I guess you. I guess we assume that Seraph got absorbed by this the Smiths. Um, yeah. And by the end of the movie, you see the architect and the Oracle together, and they're like, "We'll start a new world" or something like that. Right. That's what we. Well, that's that's I think a good transition into our next conversation because uh, I I wanted to discuss this um, possibility of the franchise being salvaged. You know, is is there any way for them to sort of really redeem themselves? I guess I guess it's just you know uh, Lana Wachowski at this point. Uh, Lily is not as is not as involved in this one. So, uh, it, it, can she salvage this franchise? Is there a way that they can really like go? Oh, okay, it, we can forgive the the sort of um, lesser quality of the sequels because this new one has really like brought the franchise back in a very unique and interesting way and explore some of those sort of maybe dropped angles, if you would, from the sequels that we didn't really get a chance to explore. Uh, and maybe some of that is this idea that they set up at the end of this one, this new world that they're sort of the architect and the Oracle are building. Uh, and whether or not this is maybe the seventh version of Neo, uh, whether or not it's like the 117th version of Neo, um, we're not really sure. But it is just an interesting question to ponder about, is there any way for them to sort of, um, yeah, re if there's any way for, for them to sort of redeem it? Because... Uh, in my opinion, there there always is. You know, I think even the worst sequels have a chance to to just get better as as you know as they go as the franchise goes along. I mean, look, say what we will about Spider Man Three, that movie was not very good, and look where we are now with Spider Man No Way Home and and those those movies. Not to spoil anything, but everything kind of you know they they, they redeemed themselves. They redeemed the franchise and you sort of excuse the crappier elements of of some of those other Spider-Man movies. So, and do you think that, uh, that this new one that's coming out, uh, has the chance to maybe do that for this franchise? Um, there is, the, there is the idea of saving the franchise, like salvaging it. There's also this, there's also the chance of it revitalizing it. Um, yeah. And I think revitalizing in the sense, you know, giving that's a better word. Yeah. No, no, no. But I, 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 your, your point in what you're saying is, is totally, is totally a great question because that's what it's about. I mean, you look at Star Wars and the, the sequel trilogy. You look at, um, I look at, it's very singular, but it's one of my favorite films of the last decade, uh, Blade Runner 2049, which is a sequel. And yeah. it's a sequel to one of the most influential science fiction films of all time while still, keeping it relevant and i think they're even there's even reports that they're doing a tv series a live action tv series, which is fantastic and i can't wait for it um or aliens or terminator you know which does it which hasn't really been franchise salvageable they just haven't really found there um when Same i look at terminator terminator is another one that has exactly exactly or predator i think they need a tv show predator still has potential i you know yeah i they're doing a show on. They're doing a movie on Hulu. No one's talking about it. Which is so, weird. so you kind of agree with me there that any but, franchise really can can be revitalized. I mean, 
I mean, look, it's in the hands of the, the original creators of the first three films, or first, you could say four, first uh, four films because of Animatrix. Um, and if it's done right, then it's done right. And I think right now is perfect because um, from what I've seen in the trailers, and I don't want to give too much away if people haven't seen it, but like it is very much playing on the idea about how, uh, you know, Neo is, you know, he, you know, comes back. We don't know how, we don't know why. We assume that, you know, the world of the Matrix is set up like this, like this set, the sixth reincarnation uh, of the one. Maybe this is just another cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Because what the original takes place in um, Chicago. And then the first, then the then this new one takes place in San Francisco. There's a new Thomas Anderson. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just that's. There's a new reading. Smith. There's a new Morpheus. Exactly. Trinity appears to be the same, but how how similar is this a different uh, universe? Because it seems like from the trailers, it indicated that some of the memories of the first three movies come back to Neo and Trinity as well. And you know, maybe she's like dream. Naomi's back. She's like old. So maybe like a new Oracle. Potentially, uh, we're not sure what the deal, right? Is supposed to be in it. We haven't seen anything from him, but uh, yeah. you know, Sati is the uh, the character Sati is, is played by uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, um, and she is a lot older. Wow. Okay, I didn't know um, that. That's cool. Yeah. There we go. So, but we don't. Um, and it seems like a lot of this movie is going to be very meta, according to pointing out the original films, and um. I think it could be very much saved. I'd love to see a Matrix live action series, whether if it takes place in the past yeah. or takes place in the future. Um, you know, the video games, just watching, I've never played it. I don't know if you have, uh, but the Path yeah. of Neo, watching like the gameplay of that, of like just Neo just kicking ass, using like the Arkham, Arkham Knight mechanics or the Arkham games, the Batman Arkham games, using those <laughs> fighting mechanics in that. And, uh, I've that. seen seen the gameplay and the effects are somehow better than the movie, uh, than the scene in the movie. <laughs> but particularly in Revolutions, or are you just trying to shit on it? Like, is that? <laughs> is that... Oh, wow. Okay. Um, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, you know they could enhance the the franchise on that. Um, I mean that's what they're doing with Star Wars. Obviously, Star Wars is growing more than ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, say what you will about the sequels, but they made billions of dollars, and look where we are with, like, Disney Plus and everything. With Mandalorian, I think, is, like, pretty much universally praised. So, you know, there's opportunities. There's always yeah. opportunities for franchises. Yeah, and it's one I of the most it's, beloved – it's one of the – like, the first movie is one of the most beloved, iconic yeah. pieces of cinema in the world, and why not would you uh, enhance on that? And don't do it just for money. Do it for actual stories, like – like if yeah. you really need to tell something, then tell it. Um, but I'm again, I'm, I'm super excited for um, this this new film. Um, I've been thinking about watching the whole trilogy again. I actually started watching the third one again or before this, just so I can you know clear my thoughts and remember everything. Because again, I've only seen the second, third one once, and it, there is so much yeah. that goes on in those two movies. It's hard to wrap your mind around it. It and is. I've seen, There's I've a seen lot. The, <laughs> yeah, and probably a lot more maybe than the first one, honestly. Because um, the first one I've seen at least three or four times. And yeah. um, like for me, it gets better every time. Um, and also, I want to recommend, um, you know, famous Schmodown competitor who didn't really get their chance to shine uh, last year. 
uh, Kim Taylor Foster, she wrote this book called Why We Love the Matrix, and I picked it up today at Barnes and Noble. Nice. And, um, yeah, I haven't read it yet, but you know, um, this tells you about the influences and what she thinks about you know the you know I'm we're not we're not being sponsored by her uh, book, but you know I just wanted to <laughs> no, bring it up. Shout, shout out to Kim. I mean, I wanted I wanted to see her more this year. I hope that we see her next season. I know like travel's difficult, so maybe FCL. But uh, yeah, yeah she, look, she was great in a free for all. She like no, she was. Oh, yeah, good. Like, that was great. Um, by the way, yeah. you know, go check out the Schmodown if you haven't watched it yet. I know you guys right. check out Matrix <laughs> Review. You might not even know what the Schmodown is, but it's a movie trivia league and it's fantastic. Dagan does a show on it on this channel. It's awesome. Any given Schmodown every Sunday. Um, but no, Kim Taylor Foster wrote a book about why we love the Matrix, and it's um, sold at your local books. And this was like the only copy that was on the stand. I was like, oh my god, I need to get this because this is this is great. And uh, and maybe I'll I'll read it a little bit before we do the review for the resurrections. Um, but yeah, man, you're you're really excited about resurrections. Um, do you have any thoughts I, or as to how it's gonna end up being? I mean, look, uh, as I said, I I'm not maybe as excited as other people, but I'm like cautiously optimistic. I like what I've seen from the trailers so far. It looks really really cool. Uh, the visuals look absolutely stunning. It's something that. I know it's safety right now is a little bit of a risk, um, but it's something I definitely want to go see in the theater. Uh, it's probably one of those that I'll watch in the theater and then watch on HBO Max uh, a few days later to sort of it because I feel like there's going to be a lot uh, going on in this movie. But yeah, I mean, again, I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's good. If it is really, really good, I think I can forgive some of the, you know, the, the things that I didn't like about, about two and three. Uh, if it's sort of, um, it, it harkens back to what was so great about the first film, um, which I think, you know, for me, the, one of the biggest detriments about the sequels was that it, there's too much time spent away from the Matrix. Exactly. Whereas the first movie had a perfect balance of real world and the Matrix. So I'm hoping that the new one has that. It looks like from the trailers that there is more of a healthy balance between those two worlds. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm curious. My interest has definitely peaked, uh, especially as closer to, to, as we get to the movie. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, I'm definitely going to go see it. Uh, and I'm, I'm really, really curious to see, uh, how it all turns out, you know, cause Spider-Man is the talk of the town right now. Absolutely. Uh, but there's like matrix is kind of in the background, uh, as well. So, and it's um, on the rise. I think, and yeah. I think also like with, um, you know, the matrix, you know, the other two films, they, they had so much um, potential. I just think they they had a lot to say, the Wachowskis, for those second film, those two movies. Yeah. However, they just didn't have enough time to really envelop that. And plus, yeah, I I agree with the sentiments, and I watched a couple of reviews talking about their thoughts on the sequels, and they think that, you know, there, there was the arguments about, you know, I think they spent too much time in Zion. Um, I think, you know, if they wanted to preserve that and still keep the Zion stuff, like it could have been interesting, but you got to yeah. make it more compelling. And I just think it wasn't as compelling. Um, sure. But yeah, even with the Matrix stuff, I don't think as much as they went over budget with the CGI, especially in the second one with the courtyard scene and the in the highway stuff um, with the with the CGI just doesn't look like a PS2 game. I think when they got more ambitious, that's when it kind of lost me. And then that's yeah. when it just didn't really work as well um agree yeah but again this 
this franchise has this really interesting world that needs to be uh, mined a little bit more in in the right mm-hmm. way, and I, I think it does have the potentiality to do that, and especially with this new film. I think can open the doors because, like, for anyone that's revisit or like actually watching this for the first time, uh, these these uh, Matrix films, it's um, it's very awe inspiring. It's very interesting to just get into. I'm um, talking about the yeah. philosophies of it all. Talking about you know, the characters and what they mean. And, you know, even watching uh, Christian Harloff's review of the Matrix series. Yeah. You know, like that. I would Koi, do that. Go check out the big thing if you haven't. Uh, go check out the big thing. Yeah. Koi. They've been doing a rewatch as well. Yeah. Koi Janru has a great pers- in- introspective about it all, best yeah. for using like the ideas of the cave and everything. And I remember reading that in college and that was, I mean, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, man, no, I'm, I'm super pumped for this movie. I hope to see it in the theater. I'm I'm probably going to be seeing in the theater, and I get the and the restrictions are very hard at the moment, and that very much sucks. And especially for people wanting to see Spider Man and Kingsman, it might be yeah. a little tough. Um, but you know, I wish yeah. you guys at best. least with this one, you have the option to watch it on HBO. You don't feel safe to go to the theater. Exactly, and I mean Nightmare Alley. Not a lot of people are talking about Nightmare Alley. That's the Guillermo del Toro film that just came out. Like that, you know, that film has a lot of. I'm hearing, I'm hearing good stuff from that film too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. If was there anything else that you wanted to talk up talk about? Yeah, well, I think we, we'll wrap up here. Do our final thoughts uh, and our rating. Uh, I think what we could do here is give our first give our rating for this particular film for Matrix Revolutions, and then our rating of the franchise overall as a whole heading into the new one. And mm-hmm. then I'm sure probably in the next couple of weeks we'll go back. We'll do a review of Matrix Resurrections and sort of reanalyze. I'm very curious to see how it compares in a week or so, um, our overall rating of the franchise. So, um, yeah, if, if you want to, want to start on this one, cause uh, I think it's a pretty good idea of what my is, my rating is going to be here, but, uh, what do you have, uh, for rating for this movie and for the franchise overall, Alex? By the way, I just wanted to say, I hope this new one has a kick-ass soundtrack and please get Tom Morello on the, on the, on the ship. Yes. Please. Yes. Please. I mean, look, do some hip hop stuff too. Like, be inventive. I, I, you know, I don't care. But you know, we gotta have Tom Morello back. Tom Morello is the best. Um, but no, a uh, rating for this movie out of five. Um, I would say what I gave the last one a three out of five. I gave yep. the first one probably a four point five. Four point five. Yep. Um, this one gets. I'd say like a 2.5 out of 5. I know you're probably going to give it okay. like a, like a 0.7 or something. Well, I okay, so the, the first one I gave a perfect score, 10 out of 10, one of my favorite yeah. movies of all time. Second one I, I said a little below average, so if you consider uh, 5 out of 10 is right in the middle, I gave it right a little bit below that. I think I did 4.5 out of 5, or 4.5 out of 10 for, the, for Matrix Reloaded. For this one, for Matrix Revolutions, yeah, it's – I almost uh, gave it a zero out of 10, uh, but there's a couple positives in there. So I think I'll be, this is very generous of me, but I'm going to give it a one out of 10 uh, for Matrix Revolutions. But for the franchise overall, um, I don't look at, it's tough to sort of combine because it's like there's there's such a drop off for me, but I'm also, so I'm also going to factor in future potential here. And again, I haven't seen the Animatrix, so I would factor that in as well if I've seen it. So I think, Franchise overall, I would probably give about a 7 or an 8 out of 10. 
Uh, and then I'm curious to see that might get a little bit higher if Resurrections is really good. Um, and, so I think and, I'm, and Animatrix. Yeah, and Animatrix as well. So I think I think I'll be I'll go just a little lower for now before I see Animatrix Resurrections. I'll go seven out of ten overall for the franchise. I have a question. You? Are you gonna are you yeah. gonna watch uh, Animatrix prior to Resurrections? I might, yeah. If I if I have time, I know the new one comes out at Wednesday. I'm not sure when I'm going to see it yet, but um, I, I, I'm hoping that I can hit squeeze it in there, yeah, because I think there's a lot to take from that. So Absolutely. from that Animatrix series. Um. So again, my for my ratings, I gave the the first one a nearly perfect score. I th- more time, the more uh, I think about it, and the more times I just you know want to watch it, and the more times I do watch it, I think it's. It gets better and better and better. The second one, um, and the third one, particularly, you know, they're messy. They're really messy. They're not great. They have interesting ideas, but they don't serve, and they don't really, you know, just serve up on those ideas and execute them correctly. Um, you know, for my, for my own liking, if it executes well for someone else's liking, that's perfectly fine, and I'm glad that you have it like that. Um, <laughs> um, I, it's very nice. Very nice thing to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You got a diamond. Look, you have a diamond. If you look at these three films, one is a diamond. Two is, in your take, you probably you've probably found a diamond and some dog shit. But you probably found well. The first first one's like a diamond. The second one's like McDonald's. The third one is a pile of dog shit. Yes. <laughs> so Taco Bell. All right, I got you. Yeah, right. Taco Bell overall review. Of the- <laughs> I, t- I remember Taco you talking Bell. about the cinnamon twist, man. I remember you talking about. <laughs> You gave those cinnamon twists are fucking delicious. I don't know if they're, they're still on the menu because you're constantly fucking with their menus. So, yeah. so the first Matrix is, uh, <laughs> uh, I would say it's Red Robins. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, a nice no. juicy steak, you know? Yeah, or the cheeseburgers. Like so the good. best steak that Red Robin has, yeah. Um, I give this, like, overall, <laughs> I give it maybe like a, like a 7 out of 10. Yeah. I want to just do it over the five-point line. Because yeah. the first one is so iconic. Exactly. It's the first one the that really world, puts it over the line. And the world is so um it's not digestible for everyone in the in the sense of it's not for every this movie these movies are not for everyone. Because there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna jump on these sequels and gonna be like, What the fuck is this shit? Kinda like what <laughs> kinda like what you kinda like what you kind of were talking about. But again, yeah. um um this movie uh, Revolutions has a lot of problems. Um, it's nowhere near the worst movie I have seen um, as compared to some other people um, that might be on this panel or not. Um, <laughs> and uh, But I will say, you know, I had some fun watching it, and I think there's a lot of anticipation and expectations that comes into when watching something like this too. But um, again, I, you know, I really dig this franchise, and uh, I've enjoyed talking with the uh, about The Matrix with you, man. And, yeah, man. Uh, I can't wait it, for Resurrections. As as not fun as it was to rewatch Matrix Matrix Revolutions, uh, it, it it doesn't matter because of how much fun I've had uh, doing these reviews with you, Alex. So I'm really really looking forward to watching the new one when it comes out, uh, and and doing a review of that with you as well. Um, so we'll probably do for full spoiler review of Matrix Resurrections coming up some point next year in the next couple weeks i know that it's christmas and everything uh as well so uh we'll factor that in as well but um really appreciate it if you've been uh, following us here for these rewatches uh let's keep the conversation going in the comments uh, leave a comment down below let us know what you think of the matrix franchise overall 
how excited you are for the new one, sort of the anticipation level there. Uh, and uh, make sure you hit like on this video. Uh, that always helps the YouTube algorithm and, and all that good stuff. Uh, and we're, we keep gaining subscribers, so we're really happy about that. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to the Let's Get Ready Network. Uh, we really, really appreciate all your support, as always. But uh, until then, Alex, it's been fun, man. Uh, we'll, we'll talk again soon. Uh, we appreciate you all tuning in, and we'll talk to you all very soon with our Matrix Resurrections review. Cheers, everybody. Thank you.